Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Pachersky, joined by the lovely and talented Tom Quirk. Right. Today Who we've is got not a... your host? But he is still lovely and talented. Yeah, I'll give you that. No, yeah, I won't. Her, Who am I kidding? Take, take it around with it. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the, the mundane and uh, <laughs> mundane and, and utterly milk. unremarkable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the milk toast, Tom Quirk. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. Today we have a non-milk toast fun interview with <laughs> Seb Visser, the chief marketing officer of the kingdom of the Netherlands baseball. And so we we had a really cool chat about the upcoming world baseball classic, his role within the team and the organization and how all that works. And also just baseball in the Netherlands and their possessions as a whole. So it was a really cool uh, talk about international baseball. And of course the upcoming tournament, which we're all so interested in. Um, so I hope you guys really enjoy it and uh, we'll see you on the other side. We have here with us, uh, Seb Visser, Seb, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what do you do for the kingdom of the Netherlands and their uh, baseball program? Yeah, for sure. I work, uh, I work in marketing communications for the, for the national federation. Um, and as such, I, I've been the press officer for the national baseball team since 2015. Um, basically travel with the team for most tournaments, uh, try to spread the word in the Netherlands, still a small sport, a small sport here, baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to grow it, make it more uh, public and more uh, popular. Okay. I looked you up, right? Because I suspected, given that you are, you know, a baseball guy in the Netherlands, my assumption was that, you know, you must have played at some point, you know, probably exposed to the game. I saw that you uh, played in the Dutch league for a little while. Uh, yeah. What was uh, what was that like? What was the experience over there? <laughs> Uh, man, it's been fun. It's uh, it's been my passion since since I was little. Always trying to make it to the highest level in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, figured out pretty quickly that that was my uh, my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I never really got to sniff the national team or anything, but I played in the in the top league for uh, about a decade. Okay. Um, like I said, it's a small sport, so it's uh, it's mostly amateur league. You get some. Uh, some guys are getting paid uh, uh, like a stipend from the National uh, Olympic Committee. Other than that, it's just uh, maybe get some travel costs, refund it, and, and, and that's it. So it's uh, right. it's something you do besides working uh, or studying or, or whatever. And uh, but still, it's 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 uh, the highest level, the best league in in Europe. Right. Um, yeah, yeah it's, this, fun. it's fun. I've played there. This is a question I just thought of, but we we can move on in a second because you know we have more stuff to get to but i did think of this just now different countries sort of have different like baseball cultures you know there's they're kind of stereotypes but like for example right now in the u.s it's basically like throw hard and hit nukes you know uh whereas in a place like japan there's a little bit more emphasis on like small ball and like fundamentals and like defense Mm -hmm. uh is there like a baseball culture like that in the netherlands um traditionally here in the netherlands has been more like like japan i guess small ball a fundamentally sound defensively uh good and just um you know station to station baseball okay uh, but we've had some influences from the caribbean part of our kingdom of course uh right. guys from curacao ruba st martin uh those are more there's some more power hitters over there so it's it's been more of a mix lately okay uh, traditionally, I'd say yeah, it's more small ball. Not a lot of home runs in the Dutch National League. 
Okay. It's a little bit of a throwback then. <laughs> All right. Okay. I do want to ask you about baseball in the Netherlands. How popular is the game in the Netherlands where you're from? And also compared to, like you said, Dutch possessions like Curacao and Aruba. Well, on those, in the, on those islands, it's, it's the number one sport. Uh, uh, but if you compare it to the Netherlands, it's it's uh, soccer, it's speed skating, field hockey. Uh, those are the most popular sports. You got tennis. Uh, we're, we're a relatively small sport here in the Netherlands. We have about 20,000 people playing baseball and softball together combined. Um, so, yeah, not, not a big sport here. <laughs> That's not bad, okay. though. I mean, you guys have one of the bigger programs in Europe, right? If not the yeah. biggest. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest, yeah. That, that's that's not nothing yeah. no 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 yeah, that's it's, great it's, it's a small sport in europe uh, yeah. as, a, as a whole uh yeah. and we, we're the leading country there uh based on our program uh recent uh european championships everything yeah you know, we've, we've been top of the league there and then and then there's italy czech republic is is growing a little bit and then now you see the uh, you see great britain with some american influence of course but mm-hmm. the other other countries rise yeah so, uh, so how did you get involved with baseball? You know, maybe like as a kid, how did you get an interest in the game? And it also, is it a thing where most kids know about baseball and grow up playing a little bit, or is it more niche than that? Um, so, so basically, my entire family was a uh, baseball and softball family. My grandfather played, my grandmother played, um, their nieces, nephews, everyone, everyone except except my parents, basically. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But my dad had a colleague when I was like uh, three or four, and and uh, he told her they were looking into some sports for me to play, and baseball, basically because of her, was the first try, and it was, you know, it was uh, love at first sight. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, most most kids here play it in school, so we have different forms of it. Uh, uh-huh. Don't really play baseball, but something similar to it. So most people know it. Uh, they played softball in in high school a little bit uh, during uh, uh, was it PE classes? Yeah, physical education. Yeah. I guess you call it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So everybody knows it, but it's just uh, yeah, it's not the first choice for a lot of people. They go play soccer or field hockey mostly. Okay. So so what is it exactly that you do like on a day to day basis for Team Netherlands? Like, what is your job? Um, well, day to day is more like uh, for the entire federation, growing the sport, uh, making it more visible in uh, uh, well within our community, but growing the community as well. Um, and then you know around tournaments, I, I get close to the team, I make sure the Dutch press is involved, they get all the latest updates, um, stuff like that, growing growing the popularity, growing the visibility mostly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, that's. that's... That sounds like a. Admittedly, it's a, I don't. It's tough because it's it's so small, but it's it's a fun, it's a challenge. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, the sport I yeah. love, I grew up loving, so it's it's, right. it's really fun uh, to be, you know, working. There's not a lot of people working professionally in baseball here in the, in the Netherlands. There's a bunch right. of coaches, right? And the federation we have about ten people working uh, in the in the office here. Some are um working with me in marketing there's a there's a guy getting uh partnerships and sponsorships uh we have uh people organizing all the leagues and stuff like that so it's a it's a small group but it's uh yeah it's fun okay well it sounds uh i was uh gonna say you know i don't know the ins and outs of it but it sounds like you know a little bit of a dream job for people who like baseball so 
Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> we brought you here to uh, ask you a little bit about the uh, Kingdom of the Netherlands baseball team. And uh, we have some of our own questions, and we also have some questions from our uh, fans. Yeah. You know, they're more like people who came across our stuff on Twitter, but <laughs> still counts. So uh, why don't we move on to those and see if uh, see if we can find some good stuff to talk about about the uh, upcoming World Baseball Classic. Yeah, fire away. I'm sure you're as excited. You might be more excited than we are, but we're. I'm sure you are more excited. About it, you know? <laughs> no, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I was I was there in 2017. Yeah, and that was yeah probably the the best experience I've had so far working with the team. Oh that's man, a, that's so that's awesome. Cool. That's, are you are you going to be there next year? Uh, yeah, planning on it. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. That's so cool. Yeah. So if if I can just jump in, I do have one question, and this is more WBC wide, but. Obviously, the World Baseball Classic doesn't rely just on citizenship. You can get players who are just eligible to be citizens. And we've seen different teams <clears throat> take a, a, a lot different approach. So a team like Israel or Italy has mostly foreign-born players. And then a team like the Czech Republic has mostly homegrown guys. What is the Netherlands' approach towards the team-building process and in relation to you know foreign-born players and all that? Well, um of course, we have mostly homegrown players uh, since, since the first few editions. Uh, but the, the yeah, the big difference we have is is the you know we have the players from Aruba, Curacao, uh, the guys like Sander Bogarts, uh, mm-hmm. Gregorius, Andrew Simmons, Kenley Anson in the in the in the past few editions. Um, but you know, since we're the kingdom, the, those guys are homegrown too. Right. Uh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're always looking into uh, opportunities, uh, especially for the uh, for the World Baseball Classic. So this time we uh, we stumbled upon, well, not stumbled upon, but we found out that uh, Josh and Richie Palacios, who uh, I'm not sure if you heard of them, they uh, they both played major league in the, the past season. Yeah. Um, they grew up in Brooklyn, have a American passport, Puerto Rican dad, but their mother is from Curacao. Oh. So they're eligible to play for us, and uh, we had we actually had the chance to uh, invite them to our training camp in uh, Curacao this past November. Uh, you know, fun guys, really good players, and um, yeah, I hope, hope I'm looking forward to work with them, and hopefully, we get them in the on the team in the, in the classic. Cool. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. So, is there any sort of emphasis put on we'd like to fill out our rosters with? you know, homegrown guys in the kingdom of the Netherlands, or is it just, we just want the best players, whoever can help us win. That's what we're going to take. That's always a combination. You you want, you want to, you want to win, but you want to have some homegrown players on there too, because you have to have sure. uh, recognizable players and stars from your right. own kingdom. Uh, and we always want to have some guys from the Netherlands as well. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of guys from Curacao and Aruba uh, playing professionally. Uh, but traditionally, we've had a lot of ma- mainly uh, pitchers, really, from the Netherlands uh, joining the team. And, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that, that you know, that mix always stays. So, yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys are blessed with uh, not every European team has, you know, loads of really good homegrown talent. Like, you know, the Czech Republic, I think in the qualifiers, they had one guy with professional experience and he was like a minor leaguer. I mean, when when you have access to Aruba and Curacao, and you also have the biggest European league, you know, homegrown talent, it's there. So yeah. you know, there's <laughs> especially guys like Bogarts and, and Jansen. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm like, mm, we're gonna go after them <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So um, as long as they want to play for us, we'll have them. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
uh, one thing that I did uh, come across, I was uh, looking around on Reddit. You know, I was doing some really intense research. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but uh, I came across people on the international baseball subreddit, which we frequent from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying that, like, a couple of people mentioned Drew Jones, Andrew Jones' oh. kid. And I saw people saying that the Kingdom of the Netherlands, you know, tries to avoid uh, American-born players, which it sounds like you don't necessarily. But uh, have you guys had any contact with Drew Jones about playing for you guys? Well, we're we have good contact uh, contact with his dad, of course, who's going to be on the right. coaching staff again, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew. Right. Uh, um, he's played for us in a, a few tournaments in the past. Um, I've talked to him in the, in the past. Um, you know, see if we can get him on. Uh, if we could get Drew on some youth teams, he's obviously playing for uh, the United States right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, I think his his mother really kind of blocked it. Right, his dad liked the idea, but uh, you know, Drew really uh, he has an American passport and plays for uh for US. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see I could see him play for us in future uh, future World Baseball Classics if he's open to it. Um, but right now, I think he's still injured. I'm not sure if if, if it's been talked about really. Oh, is he injured? Yeah, he injured. He injured himself pretty quickly after being drafted. I think he mm. didn't even play professionally at all yet. I think. Okay. So, so, there, so you're so saying no... that the bats that I made for him, complete waste, unbelievable. I can't believe yeah, this. Top, top, top waste. You probably yeah. use them later, right? <laughs> well, true, yeah. you never know. You never That's know. We'll probably point. order more of them. <laughs> I work at Victus, as you can see, nice. and uh, nice. you would not believe how many bats these guys order. Like, I believe it. Uh, they'll order like 24 bats, and then like the next week they order 24 more because they're like, oh, 12 of them, they just didn't feel right. There were eight that I was kind of right. okay with, and there's four that I want to use in games, so I got to order 24 more so that I can get four more gamers. We'll probably give a few to the entourage as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yep. We make, we don't, um, he never uses them, but we make bats for Juan Soto mm-hmm. and we send them to him because we want him to switch over to us because good players are marketing. And yeah. evidently he just gives them to his, all of his cousins. <laughs> yeah, so, we see a lot of those, uh, those major leaguers bats in the Dutch league as well. Yeah. Some, some friends or cousins or brothers off playing in the middle <laughs> and then have a, a Jonathan scope bat just flying around there it's like yeah where'd that come from yeah it just wanders in (laughs) that's so cool so so it sounds like just to just to wrap up your last point it sounds like there's been some discussion no promises on either end but the inroads are there with drew jones to have a relationship possibly i mean the opportunity is there he doesn't have a dutch passport that's not necessary for the for world baseball classic Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's he's grown up in the U.S. He's played for the uh, under eighteen team already. I think I could imagine him playing for the U.S. as well. But you know, yeah, we'll see. He wouldn't be the first guy to switch teams, play one for the U.S. and then one for the Netherlands, the Kingdom of Netherlands, maybe. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, absolutely. With the U.S. taking the tournament more seriously, there's a lot more competition for those U.S. spots too. Yeah. You know, like if this was two thousand what nine. When it was like, oh, Mark DeRosa and like Kevin Euclid, it's like, yeah, you know, somebody like Drew Jones, that caliber of player, make the team no problem. When you're going up against like Harbor, Trout, you know, Nolan Arenado, like Paul Goldschmidt, like, yeah, ew. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 
uh, the path to quit the player time playing time is quicker for us, I think. But still, yeah. you know, with, it yeah, depends on the position. Up, yeah. If you play yeah, shortstop, it's going to be rough. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot of those. <laughs> so a lot so of like all star shortstops too. <laughs> so speaking of competition, um, it looks like Pool A is going to be pretty tough. They've got Italy, which is always a good team. Um, Cuba, it's a little up in the air with the rules, but they could have a really good team. And obviously the Netherlands are really good. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' expectations heading into the WBC? How do you feel about the team heading into it? Uh, you know, looking back at the last uh, last few editions, we've always reached the second round. That's really, you know, something we want to uh, reach again. Mm-hmm. Um, even the last two times we reached the semifinals and you know, we still have a good team. But uh, yeah, it's, it, I think the road to the, the semifinals might be a little harder this time with, uh, you know, a, a strong pool. With uh, like you said, the Cubans maybe having some major leaguers this time, so they 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 might look stronger than the last few editions. Um, I'd say never underestimate uh, you know Chinese Taipei in their own country too. True. Yeah. In Italy, you know, we, 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 it's it's a completely different team than we we face in the European Championship. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. I think I think a lot of these teams have a strong lineup and maybe uh, lack some pitching. Um, same might be said for us. So we'll see. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun uh, fun group to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So can I just fire off a couple of names at you that we've gotten some questions about on Twitter? Sure. I'm not sure if, if I can answer mind. answer too much. Well, but, that's uh, yeah. okay. I mean, yeah, that's okay. I understand you. You know, you got a job to do. Um, <laughs> but so people want to know, and again, Dutch pronunciations. I apologize. Right. This is legions gonna, of fans, by the way. Yeah, I'm Millions. gonna. I'm gonna I'm going to do my best on the names, but but correct me if I'm wrong. Sedan Rafaela, Sem Robersa, Donnie Breek, and Spencer and Carter Keeboom. Do you have any info on any of those guys? Um, or even well, just how uh, to say their names? <laughs> no, you're, you're close on most of them. I think pretty. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I'll take it. The so Rotos worried about was Sedan. Uh, he was with us in uh, November as well in the Kingdom series. He's like uh, probably the the best prospect we have uh, in the Kingdom right yeah. now. He's he's a top prospect for the Red Sox. Plays both infield and outfield. Very well defensively. Uh, mm-hmm. Very speedy player. Um, he he's one of the guys that we're we're looking forward to seeing play for the national team as well. But at the same time, you know, he's going to have a chance to maybe even reach the major league this year. So it's always difficult and it's, it's on them. Like, do I want to showcase myself in the world baseball classic or, or in the big league camp? Cause I can imagine him being there. And I think the same can be said for uh, Sam Robertson, mm-hmm. a pitching prospect in the blue Jays organization. I think he's like a top 10, maybe even top five prospect prospect in their organization. Now uh, they've got really good pitching in the big leagues, but I can imagine, you know, he reached double A this year. I think he'll probably get a chance to pitch in a big league camp as well. You know, it's going to be up to him if he wants to show his face there or come right. with us. And I really hope he comes with us. He's, we, we, we need all the, the, the starting pitching we can get, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Nothing, nothing unknown uh, uh, on him, his decision yet. Okay. Who else would you guys mention? Like, a... no, you're good. So, yeah. So, we had a couple of really nice people reach out on Twitter, considering nobody listens to our our <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. So, somebody else to wanted to know about too many extra followers after this one, or <laughs> yeah, no? Are you kidding? People love the Netherlands. So, yeah. somebody want to know about Donnie Breek. Yeah, Donnie Breek. Um, he's a former pitcher in the Minnesota Twins organization. Um, 
Uh, yeah, he got hurt a little bit, and he's he's working his way back. But I don't expect him to be on the. He actually pitched the European Championship final in 2019 for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, 18 years old, and beat he beat uh, Italy back then. Uh, I mean, he he still is a, a really good, talented pitcher, but I'm not expecting him to be part of the classic uh, roster. Okay, it's unfortunate. And then, and then the last ones. I know Carter Keyboom is kind of out of baseball. I don't know if he still plays at all, but his brother's still floating around with the Nationals. Have you talked? I think to those yeah, guys you got at all? you got that the other way around. I think Spencer retired and Carter still. Uh, yeah. Oh, did I mess he, up the name? Sorry. Yeah, that's no, right. It's the other way around. But these guys have okay. uh, actually uh, they, their father is Dutch, so that's why they right. can they can play for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Spencer was on the preliminary roster last time. Uh, but then chose to stay with the Nationals, I think, or maybe even got injured. Right. I know Carter's injured right now, so I'm not sure what the what the status is if he's ready to play. Okay. There's another shortstop. So. <laughs> yeah. Know, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, how, how's second he, base looking? <laughs> <laughs> he he was a big prospect. Um, mm-hmm. Got a chance to play for the Nationals in the in the big leagues and hasn't really broken through yet. I don't know what the what the outlook is for him. Right. So, have you been in touch with with uh, with either of them at all? Not personally, no. But I think they, you know, our, our uh, uh, delegation has been in touch with them. Okay, delegation okay. lead has been in touch with most of these guys. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's been there have been talks. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sure what the status is. if they're open to playing for us. Okay. I guess Spencer was at the time, but didn't didn't get to play for us. Uh, he's out of baseball now. Hopefully, Carter at one point is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so that leads me to another question. Um, certain teams have released their 50 man preliminary roster and then it'll get pared down later. Um, as far as I know, <clears throat> team Netherlands hasn't released theirs. Is there a reason for that? Um, I guess there's just a lot of, uh, unknown so far. So uh, we, we have guys probably on that, you know, you can, you can fill it in a little bit with the big league guys, but since there's so many free agents, we there's just so many on clarity still. Uh, I think they're just, and that's not my decision. I haven't seen the 50 man roster. Uh, yeah. yet, so just, right. I'm not sure who's on it or anything, but uh, I think they're just uh, keeping it to themselves for now. Okay. okay. Soon we'll get some more, uh, some more updates. Yeah, playing okay. it close to the vest. Yeah. Yeah. This is one that I just thought of, and I don't know if this guy's actually Dutch or if it just sounds Dutch, <laughs> but um, have you guys had any contact with uh, Josh Van Meter about playing? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, he sounds Dutch for sure. Anything with yeah. be Dutch or either yeah. maybe maybe Belgian, but probably Dutch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's eligible though. You know, it might be that True. his like great grandfather came over in the early 1900s. So it's, yeah, yeah, probably looked be... into it, and I don't think I've ever heard his name mentioned in any any talks. I don't think he's eligible. Right. So, so that is that is something that I wanted to ask you about. Our friend Sean Spradling is a big WBC guy on Twitter. I'm sure you mm-hmm. know who he is. Um, yeah. And he was saying that you know different countries have looser or stricter eligibility rules, and it seems like the Netherlands are pretty strict. Can, do you know exactly what the criteria is? Like, can you tell our listeners how a player could reach eligibility? Um, I think basically the rule for uh, any other tournament is you have to have a Dutch passport. So right. Either you know you're born here. Or you you've grown up elsewhere, but you know come over here and and, and receive the Dutch passport. Uh, and then also you have to have. I think you can make the switch from playing from the Dominican, for instance, to the Netherlands one time. You can't switch back. 
mm-hmm. uh, for, for any other official tournaments. That's like the World Federation rule. Um, other than that, for the for the World Baseball Classic, it's 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 a little loser, but you have to have ties. I think from either your parents or your grandparents to the to the country, and that's not different for us from any other countries. That's just the the, the WBC rules. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so that, that that was a great answer, man. Thank you. Because my understanding was there are some countries like Italy where you can go way, 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 way back and still, you know, still qualify. And then, like, they have a lot, a lot more guys, you know, Italian Americans probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not sure. Like maybe I don't know if Anthony Rizzo's playing again. I have no idea if his dad or grandparents came from the from Italy to the U.S. Yeah, mm-hmm. or that it might be longer longer ago so his great grandparents but from what i've understood it's it's uh grandparents or parents that's the it's above where they uh draw the line okay now is that do you mean for the netherlands specifically that is or for everybody i I thought it was for the entire tournament but i'm i'm not sure okay i I have to look into like uh heritage for these italian americans and right haven't yet I would think israel complicates that a little bit too because it seems like they kind of different yeah yeah, they, they I feel like they hand out passports. If you're Jewish, just like here's a passport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, feels like yeah. It. Here's a passport. Yeah. Come play for us. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's literally what happened to uh, to us when we, uh, we were in the Olympic qualifier. Mm-hmm. They beat us and made it to the Olympics. From what I hear, they had guys uh, fly into Jerusalem, get a passport, fly on to uh, Germany and Italy, where we had two tournaments uh, leading up to those, and then yeah, uh oh. They've been in there for for a few hours or a day, and that's okay. Welcome, you're Israel. You're an Israeli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now is that frustrating to to go up against? Or is it just yeah, the rules? It was a little bit. I mean, we don't want to be a sore loser, but you know, you look forward to competing in the Olympics. You want to be part of that, and uh, right. You know, being the 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 best team in Europe for so long, we were looking forward to it. We beat Italy. We beat Spain. Mm-hmm. All the other teams. Israel was better. They had they had the better players. Uh, right. Frustrating, yeah, but you know, within the rules, so it's not much we could do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so you did bring up switching from the Dominican Republic to the Netherlands, and that makes me think: How did the Pedro Strope edition come about? That's a really interesting one that just happened. So Pedro Strope, we've known for a while. It has a, a dad who's from Curacao. Um, from what I hear, Pedro even has a Dutch passport. Oh, uh, so he's both really? Dominican and Dutch. Um, and uh, well, the way you pronounce it is already stroke, but uh, you, in Dutch, you actually write it with two O's. Stroop. Stroop. Um, like a yeah, stroop waffle. You know, exactly. <laughs> so, so stroop is um, uh, syrup, and that's what's in, oh. the, in the waffles. Wait, really? Okay. Yeah. His that's why it's stroop waffle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning i'm learning dutch here this yeah you, cool. you heard it here first on the baseball podcast <laughs> yeah. <It's> syrup <laughs> so so how did that come about did you reach out to him did he reach out to you i mean not you specifically the team no i think um uh there's always been contact and um you know with the dominican having such a strong lineup and strong uh strong team in general he probably felt like this this would be the time to join the netherlands and see right. uh if I can play for the kingdom team, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so that yeah, DR so team's some... kind of crazy. Oh, that's... 
So that's something that I've noticed in previous World Baseball Classics. Um, the hitting for Team Netherlands is off the charts, right? We talked about Bogarts, Gregorius, Simmons, you know, Scope, all those guys, Andrew Jones. Um, the pitching a lot of times I feel like has has lagged behind at times. And like you said, Kenley Jansen, world-class. Pedro Strope will be a great addition. Um, Even but somebody also- like Sidney Ponsone is probably pretty good on the world stage way back in the day, you know? Yeah. He pitched for us yeah. in 06 and 09, I think, or mm-hmm. definitely 09. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking about, you know, like a guy like Jair Jurgens, who's still only like 36. Um, you know, have you guys talked at all about maybe augmenting the pitching staff uh, aside from Pedro Strope at all? We're always looking into who, who's, who, who are the best pitchers right now, who's available. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Sam Roberto before. Hopefully we uh, we get to add him to the roster. Uh, Jurgens is, is still, like you said, is 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 not too old yet. Uh, he he's been on the team for a couple other tournaments since uh, 2017 when he pitched for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the past, we've had a lot of good, well, not you know, unknown Dutch pitchers for the for, on the world stage, but they've been part of teams where we were, we won the world championship in, in uh, 2011. Uh, we reached the semifinals in in uh, 13 and 17 in the in the classic, and that's mainly with. Uh, Pitchers from the Dutch league, um, with some additions, of course, Rick Vandenhoek, who's now retired, who pitched in the majors. Jurgens was there. Uh, we have uh, Shai Marta still on the team. Really? The Nationals and the Twins in the past. So, pitched so later he, in 06. Will I he remember be playing, that guy. Yeah. Will he be playing in the upcoming tournament? Uh, well, he, he's still playing, so I expect him to be a part of it. You know, I, I, okay. Yeah, he's still one of the better pitchers in, uh, in the Dutch league right now. Yeah, former big leaguer. That's a yeah. great get. But it sounds like a there's good. a lot of guys who, like, you know, maybe they haven't, like, committed in the sense that, you know, there's been, like, a press release. But there's a lot of guys who just kind of, you know, yeah, they usually play, so they'll probably be back. Yeah, I mean, there's always, like, a steady group that's always on the team. Uh, you know, it's going to be different for for these tournaments because guys like Kenley and Pedro Strope and, you know, all the other big leaguers join if mm-hmm. they all do because we're not sure yet but that's that's gonna you know kick off some guys on the on the back end of the roster of course which oh, uh, you know, it sucks for them but it, yeah, the, yeah that's that's uh sports yeah. on the highest level i guess yeah that's sports at almost any level honestly outside yeah. of like you know just for fun <laughs> so one other question that i wanted to ask you about that we got from twitter shout out to you darvish 2023 wbc season it's a long name, but he asked, or he or she asked us, what can we expect to see out of Daryl and Darnell Collins? Um, well, both are very talented players, uh, uh, brothers from uh, from the Netherlands uh, with the roots on Aruba, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they play in the, the Royals uh, organization, uh, especially Darnell still playing in rookie ball, I think, so I wouldn't expect to see him anytime soon in a World Baseball Classic, but uh, you know, we'll see these guys in the future, definitely in other, in other tournaments. Uh, Daryl was on the, the Kingdom Series, which was our training camp in uh, past November. Okay. Uh, getting getting closer to uh, to the team. Um, depending on which big leaguers decide to, to join, and especially in the outfield, uh, there, there's a little more openings. So who knows? But they're okay. very talented players, and I uh, expect to see them uh, uh, rise in the levels of the minor league levels of the the Royals, and uh, we'll see what they, where they, uh, where they, join the team. What at what point? Mm-hmm. Okay, those are those sound like guys that you definitely have your eyes on for the future at minimum. Yeah, 
Yeah, the, both of them have played in the in the in the highest league here in the Netherlands and signed out of uh, out of that league. Uh, very talented guys. Um, they come from a baseball family as well. Their their grandfather played in the in the in the top league and has been a coach on the on the best team in the league uh, for for decades. Okay. So okay. yeah, it's, uh, I definitely expect to see them uh, in the future. Okay. Sounds good. So so last Twitter question, Eduardo Yepes. Great guy asked, will there be any friendly matches between Asian squads or anyone else leading up to the tournament? Um, we'll be we'll be preparing in Arizona. Uh, and from what I've heard, we'll, we'll be there from uh, uh, February 17th on. Uh, from what I've heard, we'll be playing some Korean teams, I think, who are also uh, preparing for their uh, for their season here in, uh, in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. That's as soon awesome. as we have more information, we'll probably publish about that uh, schedule as well. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we get to some uh, some big league teams as well in the, what we've done in the past and i think other teams have already uh published some of their uh, their games against big league teams so we'll see mm-hmm. is there anywhere people can watch that or anything um i'm not sure if we're going to be streaming those but uh if you're in the in, in the uh, uh arizona area you know we'll uh, we'll definitely keep you posted and just uh, come okay. by and visit the games i think they'll be uh, open to the public okay yeah, that's so cool. We'll be working out on the Colorado Rocky uh, uh, facilities. Okay. Actually, Millen's, uh moving there to, uh, in the hitting coach position, of course. We're nice. actually preparing to go to the to Tampa for the for the Yankee um, spring training complex. But then he took the job in uh, Colorado, so you had to move the whole circus to uh, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the life of a big league coach, right? Yep. <laughs> so, so getting back, circling all the way back around to marketing, right, which is really your your job. I wanted to ask because you talked about playing against Asian teams in Korea. What is it like having an international star in Vladimir Ballantine uh, be a part of the team Netherlands? I'm not sure if he's going to play this upcoming tournament, but what's that like from a marketing perspective? Well, he, he's one of the guys who's already said he wants to be on the team. Uh, okay. It might be his final uh, um, yeah, final tournament as a professional baseball player. Uh, he's getting up there in age a little bit, but, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's a legend, really a living legend, uh, knowing how he uh, broke the record for a single season, a uh, single season record for home runs in uh, in Japan. I think one guy got close to it this year in, uh, in Japan, but he, <laughs> he still owns it. Um, yeah, it's awesome to have him on the team and uh, – uh, we're really looking forward to having him one more time, and it definitely helps to have these stars because uh, Dutch media is picking up a little bit on it, and, um, okay. and we hope to, you know, have have these guys on the team and help grow the game in uh, in the Netherlands as well. More visibility, yeah. national television, especially in the U.S. Marketing for the World Baseball Classic in general, but also just MLB is sorely lacking, and then in Japan. Yeah. It's, you know, they're super good at marketing. What is it like in the Netherlands, like you said, trying to grow the game and just trying to get attention for a big tournament like the WBC? Well, we, we try to use the uh, Dutch press. We do a lot of press releases in the, in the next few months, especially when guys hopefully start committing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's how we reach the biggest um, group of people outside our community. And within the community, we use our own like social media accounts, websites. So we have uh, Hongbal Softball Pintanel. .nl. Um, we have our own video platform, like a, the the basically the Dutch Netflix for baseball and softball. Okay, which is, really. Uh, well, softball.tv. I'll send you guys the links in the in the chat so you can use. Yeah, them I'll, I'll put yeah. I'll put it in I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So we really um, we, we use that to grow the game uh, within the community and and start growing the community. 
Okay. Um, and we have a plan, you know, growing that community to, let's say, 200, 250,000 people in the next few years. Or we'll be right around 100,000 after this year. But we got some work to do. But uh, yeah, it's a, that, that, that's a fun challenge. You know, we got to grow the game and uh, get more eyeballs for the for, for baseball in the Netherlands. What is the uh, the season for the the Dutch league teams? Is it the same as like Major League Baseball? Yeah, similar. We start in April after the after the Classic, and then our season this year is going to be a little different. I think was it'll run through the we have a European Championship as well this year, mm-hmm. which is going to be in September up to uh, October first. And then we have uh, the Holland Series or our World Series okay. right after that European Championship. So it's going to be mid mid October probably. Okay. We follow uh, Australian baseball a little bit, but uh, I think the winter league, yeah, they have yeah, summers, uh, yeah, that's a lot different. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah. I think maybe we could be persuaded to uh, take an interest in Dutch baseball. Why not? To, to, to watch, watch a little honk ball. Softball. Yeah. TV, man. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's do a it. A little honk ball, yeah. Is there anything that we didn't touch on or or didn't go in depth into that you'd like to say about Dutch baseball or the World Baseball Classic? Uh, not really. Um, I hope to be uh, able to announce some big names soon. Uh, yeah. So so follow our, account, our accounts on uh, social media. And, um, yeah, maybe uh, we can talk again when we get a little closer to the to the classic. So I can tell you a little more on uh, that. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That would be great. Uh, expectations. Yeah. So what's the best way to follow you and Team Netherlands? So I'm on Twitter at uh, sepfisser34, which was my uh, my jersey number. Okay. <laughs> um, follow the jersey number, as always. Follow, <laughs> follow us at uh, at Honkball Softball NL on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook and, and Twitter as well. Great. Okay. Sounds good, man. This has been an absolute blast. Thanks for coming yeah. on. I'm following you on Twitter as we speak. So awesome. I, I'm not going to tell anybody to do anything I won't do myself, you know. That's a good point. You're a man yeah. of integrity. It's it's true. True. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool, man. Well, yeah, this has been super sure. fun. And, yeah, when uh, when the commitments sure. start flowing in, yeah, we can have you on again. And maybe maybe you can give us an exclusive uh, scoop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll let you All guys right. know. All, All right, right, cool, man. Have a good one, and uh, good luck with the upcoming tournament. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on. Seb, thanks for coming on the podcast. I learned a lot about Dutch baseball. I also learned uh, what I consider the most important thing, which is that Pedro Strope actually means Peter Syrup in Dutch. Excellent. Which, frankly, that makes the whole interview worth it for me, regardless of what else happened. (laughs) That's an S to your name. Yeah, that's like uh, Pedro Feliz with Pete Happy. Yeah, Pete Happy. We're, we're assembling our <laughs> roster of of people who have Spanish or Dutch names that mean funny things. Yeah, so, longtime Cleveland Indians closer Joseph Table. Yeah, so you know, send in your recommendations at the baseball podcast. What is it? The baseball podcast two on Twitter. Yes, that sounds right. Well, I can uh, hopefully you guys can find it, whether or not we have the right handle, but. Um, yeah, so send in your favorite names that mean funny things in other languages. Ah, uh, you're wrong. It's the baseball pod too at the baseball <sighs> pod too. So feel free to send Damn in your it. hilarious names, mm-hmm. or just DM us if you have anything to say. I don't know yeah. who would do that, but if you'd want to, go ahead. Now, what but... we do have for you is uh, this is a name that's not funny. This is a very serious name. Um, Ethan has a. What was that? 
Yeah, should we yeah, look we stern? should probably put on like our Richard Nixon face. Yeah, I'm gonna give uh, it a Silvio Dante. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, so Ethan has a little bit of a announcement for you guys, and uh, I will withhold from interrupting with my Dragon Ball Z voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I do. I have big news. I'm super excited to share that coming soon, we will be having Philadelphia Phillies third round draft choice this past year, Gabriel Rincones Jr. on the show. Um, I just want to say he's a super nice guy and I just DM'd him on Twitter and he was nice enough to go, yeah, I'll do your show even though no one listens to it. So is that a transcript? Is that where that's not, but I wish, no, he was so nice, man. He was like, sounds good. Let's do it. I'm free this day. And I was like, all right, great. And I could tell that, you know, I tried not to say no one listens to our show, but you should try anyway, sir. Um, Yeah. You just waited to say it on the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, he was, he was so nice. So I just want to say a big thanks to Gabriel Rincones Jr. Um, So that's a conversation you guys can look forward to. We'll be interviewing him soon. So I'll put out another tweet. If you guys have any, uh, any suggestions for things to ask him, feel free to let us know. And it's going to be an awesome conversation. And we're also looking forward to having Seb Visser on again soon, probably in, you know, maybe a month or two, something like that to talk about the tournament as things get closer, see if we can, uh, pry a commitment or two out of him you know maybe some right. from the roster um but yeah we're just going to do a lot of uh more awesome uh world baseball classic stuff we're going to be collaborating with sean spradling a lot i know people love him so mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that's all to look forward to and i hope you guys have uh have a blessed holiday season yeah one thing real quick no i didn't all right all right <laughs> all right that was the baseball <laughs> yeah i i want to mention that uh for those of you out there who are a little bit more familiar with this technology than maybe we are, because we are podcast experts, don't get me wrong. I mean, we know everything there is to know about podcasting. But um, I want to do, and I, I, if you listen to the last podcast, I, I mentioned this, but I want to do like a World Baseball Classic watch party. And while I don't think we can have the video feed on, because I'm pretty sure that would just get taken down, um i know that people will do watch parties where you know they're just kind of like okay well you put it on yourself and then you can watch it with us us. yeah so i want to do that and i think sean expressed interest in that too i don't know if he's changed his mind i mean who could blame him if he did yeah obviously you know probably has better people to watch with like literally anybody else but uh (laughs) if anybody has any input on you know how we could do that how we can make it a cool experience because uh, you know given that we're doing so much build up to the world baseball classic you know obviously we'll do like game retrospectives and stuff but and you know some of these games are like six in the morning so i don't know about you but i will be asleep slash at work so there won't probably be watch parties for those but especially like team usa games i feel like i want to do that so oh my god any of our loyal fans who have any input on that uh feel free to send it to at the baseball pod too i now know our twitter handle yeah so, you can tweet at us you can dm yeah. us whatever we're always we're always open yeah. I, I always think it's hilarious because on twitter if you go like to somebody famous or like mike trout or something they're not going to have a dm option you can turn it off because otherwise right. you just get flooded i yeah. really like the idea of us locking our dms you know yeah I mean? like of, of like you you know we have to follow you back before you can uh, before you can reach us no you know, you know why we lock our dms because we don't want to find out that nobody's going to message us. That's a good point. Yeah. We'd like to think it's our choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's our decision. No, 
as far as I know, let us know if this is different. As far as I know, our DMs are open. So right. uh, if you, for some reason, want to get in touch with us, go ahead. I don't mind. That's fine. Yeah, um, so, yeah, questions. <laughs> if you're just lonely and you want to talk, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, um, come on the podcast. You, yeah, come on the podcast. We'll have a little therapy. Should we session. start taking calls? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this idea of like and john s wants to talk about his girlfriend what's going on john you know yeah yeah this turns into an advice podcast yeah let's do it you no know, honestly it. communication I, I would recommend that you guys make it known how you feel you know um nothing about her without her is what i would say how are you not a married man with advice like that you know this i locked my dms <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no woman is worthy. It sounds like <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Given that, given that we talk so frequently about our inherent lack of self worth and <laughs> yeah. worth in general, I don't want to limit it to self worth. <laughs> I, if I may, really fast, I had a girl at work a little while ago tell me I was charismatic. And I, yeah. looked, I, I felt like I was in the Princess Bride. I was like, "You keep using that word. I do not think you know what it means." <laughs> like, yeah, well, you can be charismatic and still be evil, you know. That, <laughs> but like charismatic, like that means people like me and they want to like you know follow me and see what I'm up to, and they really yeah. just think I'm interesting. I don't know if I describe myself that way. Yeah, is the, I don't know the, if I. Does that mean that you have a certain je ne sais quoi? A certain joie de vivre. Now we got to have somebody involved with the French national team on just so they can give us more uh, more terms. Yeah. Yeah, we got Hey, listen, we didn't bring you on to talk about the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> I know that that's what it seems like because that's what yeah. we want everybody else to talk on, about. Uh, we need some French terms to throw around when we talk about the fact that nobody likes us. Yeah, the, yeah we're idiots. Yeah. yeah so coming up, we'll have Bruce Bochy. Yeah, some depressing French terms. Robespierre. That Ra- depends. Reign on of of Reign of Terror. How about that? Yeah. V- Vichy. You know what you keep what's going? The, the, what's the, the where he's like virtue flows from the barrel of a gun or something like that? Like Robespierre. You know what? <laughs> Official of the baseball podcast recommendation. Um, Robespierre, maybe a flawed guy. <laughs> well, he started. He started off hot. He started off really well. He was Robespierre, the incorruptible, right? And then uh, it was all downhill from there. Although yeah. Maximilien Robespierre, A plus name. That's yeah. a is, that's a is great. That, is name. that your S to your name, dude? That's like the guy in Last of the Mohicans, Louis Joseph de Montcalm. Mm-hmm. The French have so, great uh, names. You know this. I don't think there's any risk of this turning into a history podcast. But for those of you who don't know, we both are also history buffs so i'm sure it'll come up from time to time uh so if you have any history questions yeah feel free to right. hey listen i always wanted to know um why did uh julius caesar cross the rubicon well you know what <laughs> yeah. we could talk about that but that's not really a baseball question so when we start the history podcast as a companion piece we'll we'll have all your questions and we'll get right to it yeah yeah someone yeah someone can write in i don't understand pickett's charge and they're just off to the races yeah um but anyway, you gotta watch civil war history though you know it, this is mm, it depends on the questions you know what, that's a good point explain pickett's charge that's a perfectly good question some of the questions you'll get 
Uh, yeah, let's let's not get into uh, the politics of that war. That's and that's it, a close the DM situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you know what it is too. I always say like you know whoever we have on Sean, Dan, Vaughn, Seb, Visser. You know, thanks for coming on, Sean. We've taken up enough of your time. That's how I feel about whoever's listening to this right now. Thank you for listening. Yes. We've wasted enough of your time. True. Thank you for thank you for listening to this latest episode of the Baseball Podcast. And make sure to tune in next time for Gabriel Rincones Jr. And uh, we'll see you then.